Hello everyone and welcome to this special episode on Fifth Wrist Radio and thank you for tuning in. Fifth Wrist is a place where enthusiasts can explore, explore too, share and learn together and bring to life this hobby that we all love. And today I want to start by saying a big, big thank you to all our contributors to the Fifth Wrist Reviews on the website. We absolutely love what you do and I'm loving sending out all the limited edition chicken NATO straps like they're actually going out of fashion as we speak. So anyway, my name's Anthony and today I'm joined by the visionary genius himself, Alex, and the man, the myth, the legend behind the photography and high quality products on the Tell Your Time website. Vinny. Hello, gentlemen. It's a big day. Jeez, I like that intro much better than the one I got in popcorn. So thank you, Anthony. It's good to be <laughs> good to be back on the horse. A pleasure to be on the pod again. It's been a while since my last rodeo. So excited for this one. Yes. Alex, how are you? I'm great. I'm super excited. I'm I'm more excited than I'd like to admit. But I'm super excited. I'm not even like a huge Rolex fan, but I'm like, let's do this. <laughs> ah, so much fun. Tudor websites crashed. It's all happening. Uh, these releases came out literally within the last hour. So this is fresh, hot off the press takes. What are our opinions, etc.? Righto, so let's uh, let's get started. We'll start off with some very quick wrist and drink checks. Please, Alex, not 30 minutes. We just want to get this done so we can talk about Rolex. All right, uh, <laughs> Vinny, over to you. What did you concoct yourself just before we started this podcast? All right, whipped up a Kilkenny Irish Ale. So very that'll good. be tasty, something different. And on the wrist, I have the 39mm Explorer. Oh, the old one. Very good. Discontinued, mate. That price is going to go ballistic on that one, isn't it? Yeah. So the keep pe- like the people keep telling me on Instagram, apparently. Uh, but I don't mind at all. I don't really care. So that's all good. Righto, Alex. I have a gin and tonic, Heathcote Founders gin, a couple of slices of cucumber in it. I have a Rolex one four zero one zero Air King Precision. Next, let's go. Run. Cool. All right, I am drinking a, oh, a mountain goat, and it's actually very enjoyable beer. So unlike Vinny, I didn't get any on me, so that's good. Uh, now, uh, on my wrist, I'm actually wearing the brand new Rolex BLNR on the Oyster. I went with the Oyster this time. So yeah, um, it, it doesn't brand have new the watch. crown. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't have the crown because it's one of those misprint dials. So this one's going to be worth like a gazillion dollars. Bajillion at least. Yeah, at least. So anyway, the old Batman on, I'm, uh, I'll get to my opinions in a minute. So um, let's get into it. Where do we start? I think maybe let's start with the Explorer um, because obviously Vinny's like a bull with someone on him ready to bounce out of the <laughs> gates and, you know, knock whoever Bill is in his away. <laughs> what are they called? Rodeo bull rider. Bull rider, yeah. A bull with someone on him, a bull rider. That's what I was talking about. <laughs> so why don't we, let's let's start with Vinny because I feel like he's about to eat his microphone if, if we don't let him talk. So uh, why don't we start with the OG, the black dial, uh, and just get your first initial impressions on that and then we'll go to the... Uh, two-tone okay sure uh we'll hop in 36 mil black dial all steel pretty excited to see the return of the classic size actually with all the modern sort of traits with the uh updated loom as well new movement 
pretty good, pretty good choice. It's still a reasonable price at nine thousand Aussie dollars. Not crazy, but I guess yeah. I mean, I'm pretty, I'm pretty surprised to see it come back, but I'm very happy for it. Very tempted, but I don't think I will be lining up for one. Mm, fair enough. Um, well, we all we said this was going to happen, and I actually, I think we we were talking about this back in twenty. 2019 I think that we sort of said and I remember a lot of us said that there is no way Rolex would ever go backwards but then you know they did it with the day date they did it with the date just they've done it with a few others um not with the oyster perpetual sorry uh so you know here we are but I actually think so this this is kind of like the ultimate of what I had been searching for for many years because obviously got the 36 mil myself but I've got um hollow center links i've got the old stamp clasp etc this is kind of like the full package so i'm really happy that they've done it i think it kind of makes sense what i'm really interested in is they've put explorer the word back up at 12 clop which was where it was on the original one and that's how you could tell the difference between the 39 and 36 um so they've actually stayed true to that which in some ways this is actually a tribute because it mm. went back from what it was and what it changed to. So it's, it's interesting, but I'm really happy that they've done that. Um, so yeah, happy days. I'm, I'm kind of, you know, we're, we're, would they ever bring out the white dial? I don't know. Maybe now that the 36 is back. Um, but I, yeah, I'm, I'm really happy with this. Alex. Yeah. Good, good choice by Rolex 36 mil. If I was a rich guy like you, I would consider getting one of these. Um, it's something people have been calling for, right? It's yeah. not It's not like the next Explorer we're going to talk about that no one has ever asked for in the history of mankind. But, well, um, I've got an opinion. I've got an opinion on this, so we'll see. Anyway, I cut you off, but just before... I actually yeah, think the case is a little bit... Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think the case is a little bit different too. The, the case on this is a bit more like the case on the Oyster Perpetual and it's a little bit le- like the lugs. I don't think the lugs are as long as the original one, the, the 36 mil that I've got. So I think this is actually a little bit more stubby and I'd be interested to see what the lug to lug measurement is because I reckon it's about two or three mil short um, for both ends. So sort of one and a half each side because it just doesn't quite look the same as the old one did. Uh, anyway, as you were saying, Alex, sorry. No, it's just, yeah, great, great release. It's now 70 hours power reserve with the new movement. I think people are going to be lighting up around the block for this. It's small and understated. It's not your typical flashy Rolex. I think it's going to be really popular. Um, what else was I going to say? Oh, God, I can't remember now. Oh, the, just the fact that not only the Explorers back up at 12 o'clock, but also this is a really interesting move on Rolex's part because they obviously wanted to make a point doing the 39, discontinuing the 36, but the people wanted something. And, and I don't know that I've ever really seen Rolex do what the people have wanted in the past. They've always looked at, you know, squash that and go forward. Have you, can you guys think of anything that they've sort of like, yes, you've got the stellar dials, but this is different. This is kind of like people screaming for something. People weren't screaming for different colored oyster perpetuals, but they were screaming for a 36 mil and Rolex has actually done it. So does that tell us that 
people are actually listening. Hans, old mate Hans, is actually listening to all the podcasts and seeing what's on Instagram. I don't know. It's interesting. <laughs> is it not more about just building more hype and stuff as well, though? That's my concern that it's going to be another thing where suddenly, like they were saying beforehand, before we started recording, 39 mil is going to be, is it, does it make, does it help make the Explorer more of a hype watch? Not sure. I, I think 36 mil has come, come back in, come back into fashion. I think people are more comfortable with the size now. I think it suits, I guess, the uh, the Asian market as well, going down in size. Watches just kept climbing, getting bigger and bigger. It makes sense that of all the watches that they want to sort of, the sport watches, I mean, of all of them, they want to downsize the Explorer to be the first one. But yeah, it's it is makes it does make you think maybe they are listening out there and we'll get on to more bits about the GMT having a, well, I mean, you already touched on it, Anth. But going also having that Oyster and the Jubilee, I know for myself, I really wanted to see the Oyster return for the GMT Master, and I'm very happy to see it. But I really don't know if it's just sheer coincidence or they've really looked at what people are saying, going, hmm, maybe we should go back and and touch that up and be a bit friendlier to our wannabe consumers. And you've just led me to a great segue to move into the two-tone. So you mentioned the Asian market, and to me... When as soon as I saw this watch and then I saw it was 36 mil and a black dial, instantly that is that is an, an Asian market pitch and saying that this this watch was built. And I'm not saying that it's not for everyone else, but typically two-tone watches, 36 mil, have sold exceptionally well in Asian countries. So to me, I think this is a pitch to the East to say here's Here's a new style that we've not ever had before, but it suits your market. And I reckon this will go ballistic in the Asian markets. Thoughts? Yeah, I can definitely I can definitely see all my uncles at the next barbecue rocking this for sure. <laughs> um, yeah, definitely see it. Bum bag, two-tone explorer. Uh, Thongs yeah. with jeans and a, and a short sleeve shirt. Makes sense. Squatting yeah. down, punching a dart. Yeah, I mean, it's all, all the boxes being ticked here, so... <laughs> Um, no, nah, I, I think, oh, they also went back to the lacquer dial. I think we missed that uh, for the two-tone. I'm not sure about the steel, but it's a lacquer dial now, back um, back to what it was when it was 36 as well. But yeah, uh, I mean, I really gave a short description of, the, of what I thought about the all-steel model because I was literally just frantically trying to put together what I think of this two-tone Explorer. I just, I'll, I'll let Alex share before I go go into it a bit further. Yeah, like I said, it's not something I've heard anybody that I know ask for, and it's a bit like the see the two tone seed dweller that they did, where it was kind of you're left kind of scratching your head a little bit. And actually, somebody in the uh, in our group chat, I think it was Salil, said it's kind of it's very Rolex to release something that nobody really wants like they did with the two-tone sea dweller to kind of distract from the fact that they're not actually releasing anything new but it still gets people talking about it i guess a bit like the tudor p01 like get people are talking about it and get it gets people animated but then it doesn't really change the way they do business at all whereas i think bringing back the 36 standard one does can I do that? It does change the way that they're viewed and the way they do business. 
because it's something else people are going to be asking for. But I think just because people are so desperate for Steel Sports Rolex, I think there's going to be, unfortunately, lots of people, yeah, wanting a, a two tone, a two tone explorer, which I never thought I'd be seeing. <laughs> well, it's, it's just another watch you can buy in, in to work your way up to get that Daytona, the one you actually want, apparently. So interestingly enough, the new, the the two tone is four thousand three hundred and fifty US above the steel model. So six thousand four hundred and fifty US. So if if the, if that equals nine grand Aussie, the ten eight's going to be somewhere around the, I don't know, I think very it's high thirteen, fifteen, like bloody mm. hell, like that's that's just silly. This could be the first watch that Rolex sports watch that sells below retail for a very long time because I can't see how desire. I mean, it just depends on what happens, I suppose. But I think we're going to be shocked, honestly. I think we're going to be shocked. I think we're going to see these pretty much straight away in all the forums, and people are just going to be trying trying their luck and seeing what they can get for it. I guess it depends how quickly they get out there on people's wrists, but. If it's anything like the with the the OPs and all the crazy colors, they did get out there pretty quickly, as as did the kind of uh, Tudor Black Bay Blue as well. They got out in people's wrists pretty quickly, so I think we're able to see the where it fits in um, in the market and what these are going to go for. I think we'll get to find that out pretty soon. But then, how many of the two tone sea dwellers do you see stacked up in the shelves at the Rolex shop? What shelves? You know? yeah, sold, well. sold the shelves ages ago. <laughs> I've <laughs> only seen pictures. <laughs> only seen one hit the forums, and I don't think it sold very well. So we'll see how this one goes. But yeah, I imagine it's going to sell well just because it's new. And then after that, we'll see how it really performs in the secondary market. I think this is different. I think it's still going to go. I think I think we'll be surprised. Probably sadly surprised, but I think this is a different <laughs> thing from the two-tone sea dweller i just think this is going to be more appealing to people it's it's not as i think it's even though it's incredibly polarizing and i haven't heard anyone say anything good about it yet it's just everyone being kind of like what the fuck i think that it's 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 acceptable enough for a lot of people that the price will go up on it pretty much straight away as much as it pains me to say that and let's be honest, if someone gets offered one, they're going to take it. Like, they're just yeah. not even if they didn't want it before, if they get the chance, they have the disposable income, they're going to buy it anyway and think about it later. But uh, can, I, can I just say how, how much I don't like it? Are we at that point of the podcast yet? <laughs> We're 16 minutes yes. in. Can yeah, I? Yeah, May yeah. I? You can. Yeah. You can. It's just yeah. sacrilegious, isn't it? Like, yeah. the tool watch going, going two tone. Like, I don't like two tone at all. But um, this is nothing new, Vinny. And it's like my baby. It's my baby, and they just massacred my boy. It's just <laughs> the more I look at it, and I'm looking at it more and more on the website. I'm trying to be positive. Is it the worst watch in the world? No, no, it's not. I don't look at it and hate it, but oh, it's not pretty, is it? Like it's got a backdrop here with like a snowy mountains upon a peak, mountain peak, and there's just a two tone explorer there. I just don't. It's just not meant to be there. It's not right. It's not on brand. Although credit for the picture with the handset because it does, the gold handset on the black does look really good. If they went full down. solid gold, like case, full whole thing, I would have oh. been, oh yeah, I could, that's that's hot. Like just go all out. This feels like a halfway house. 
I was about to pull you up for that. As I would say, like in the group <laughs> chat, you were saying, yeah, if it was all gold, I, I'd, uh, I wouldn't would buy actually? it, but I'd be like, I get it. It's like, it's gone fully luxe. It's come full circle, but two-tone, I just, I already don't like two-tone and just seeing my favorite watch just, oh, it hurts. All right, it I'm really gonna hurts. I'm going to pull this in. We need to move on because we've got a lot to get through. Do we? Okay, Jenny, okay, we, okay. We understand you don't like it and that is okay. It, it's not Thank for you. everyone. Thanks uh, for being right my support. Let's stay on the Explorers and uh, have a look at the new Explorer. Um, so the Explorer Two, sorry. Um, so it, oh, is it in, new? Yes, it is new. And <laughs> let me just just give me a second. I actually think they've gone to twenty two mil lugs, and they may not have. It may still be twenty one like the old one, but they've definitely trimmed down the case. And I actually like it. It, it does look a lot more like the older. I think it's the 1655s, um, the way that the they actually, it, it, yeah, they just look thinner and I think they've done a good job. But one thing I didn't notice straight away is that on the black dial, the handset is silver now. So get your configurators out and have a look because as far as I know, that is a different color set compared to the old one. Um, so I'll have to try and dig out some more pictures, but it was just pointed out to me before. So anyway, you get new movement, as we know. Um, I think this one is going to be a little bit deceivingly smaller, so it's not going to be the full-fledged 42, uh, 20, yeah, 42 mil. I think it's going to be somewhere in the 41 and a half, and they've shaved. So I think this one's going to look different on the wrist than the original one, the original 42 mil, but who knows? Vinny, thoughts? I don't have much thoughts, really. Like, it's it's a little bit better. Evolution rather than revolution. I get it. I was kind of hoping for a ceramic bezel just to really spice up the line because I know there's a lot of diehard Explorer 2 collectors out there and they absolutely love this watch and they would have loved to seen a bigger jump and something new. But, uh, yeah, if you, if you shave the case a little, make it a bit more wearable and the new series of movement, can't complain, but probably could be left a little bit wanting. I kind of get why they've done what they've done because I don't agree with the ceramic bezel thing. I think that this watch, if this watch got a ceramic bezel, to me that's the same as the Explorer going two-tone. Fair. It doesn't, it doesn't need it. It doesn't warrant it. It has always been this sort of monoblock steel construction and, you know, it, it just it might as well become the GMT model as soon as they put that bezel on there because there's just no point. So I'm glad they haven't done it. I kind of thought they were going to go to 41 mil and make it like a 40.5 just to make it a little bit more uh, in line with some of the others. But Alex, much to say? Yeah, there's not really much there. I'm, I'm a big fan of the 1655. It's my dream Yeah, uh, Explorer 2. Um, and I, I I could see what they were trying to do even with the previous iteration of this, but I always find the hands just too large and imposing on the dial. It, it's distracting. If they've slimmed it down a bit in terms of how it looks and wears, a bit like they did with the, the, the last sub, then good on them. But I don't think there's really anything worth mentioning here other than the kind of improved movement on it. Um, sorry for all the people that were talking about getting the 
ceramic bezel, which I agree with you, Anthony. I just, I didn't, I'm not a big fan of ceramic bezels anyway, and especially ones that press onto cases because I know how easily I break them all the time. But <laughs> um, I just, yeah, I, I think unless they've done it really, really, with a really, really interesting way and a really interesting ceramic color, I just don't think it would have worked. So I'm kind of glad that they've stuck to this. And I'm really looking forward to 2022 when we get a two-tone explorer or two. That'll be the, the good time. Kill That'll me now. Day. That <laughs> will be the day. But I'm looking at a picture of the older, the 42mm previous model, and the hands on the new one, just they look smaller. They don't look as fat as what the old one was. So I don't know if they've done something there. And it looks like there's a bit more white real estate on the dial particularly in the white model because you can the black on the outside of the hands really accentuates the the sort of fatness of them but yeah definitely a slimmer lug set and uh yeah i don't know i i would have liked to have seen a bit of a different size because they've done that with just about everything else except the daytona and the um gmt and the sky dweller i suppose but anyway let's keep moving what about these Datejust with these new colors? Vinny, what are your thoughts? The green, the striking green that looks like a, you're peering into the jungle uh, doesn't really do it for me. I know probably a lot of people are going to like that one because it's just out there and different. And I like it's out there and it's different. Uh, bringing something fresh. But the highlight for me is these fluted style dials. I'm looking at a gold one now. Looks kind of like a honeycomb-esque sort of pattern. In the blue and the gold, very, very appealing. Like, really like the look of that. So, bit of a win. Um, the day just such a classic. I didn't expect really anything for this model this year. But to see that putting effort into new dials and new colors, yeah, give it a tick. I like it. Well, there's three pages of new dial configurations and sort of bracelet configurations. So, first of all, for me on the green, I really like that. I think that is a, a really unique, cool looking sort of palm leaf thing that they've got going on there, which to me, I think it's, I think it's cool. I think it's daring on Rolex's behalf to do stuff like that. And I know they've done some funky stuff in the past, but I like the honeycomb stuff. Um, even the, the silver one's got the plants in it as well on the, the Everose uh, two-tone one. Um, but yeah, I, I think they've done a good job. They've, they've made a whole heap of new styles come out. And I think this is a good sign of what we may see into the future with some more fancy colors and styles. And I'm, I'm impressed with this date just. Um, Bit of personality, releases. would you say? Yeah. I think it just, I think it's, it's, you know, just a new, it's not new, but it's, it's exciting to see some different stuff coming out, which, which I think we always do like. Um, we might not like them straight up, but definitely in time. I think that green one is going to be a uh, a pretty popular, pretty popular. Really? Watch. Yep. Yeah. Definitely. That's my choice, actually, from all of them. It I really, really to like the this outdoors. one. It speaks to, um, you know, just people. People like stuff like that, and I think they've done it really tastefully. Are you saying it's got more outdoors chops than a two-tone Explorer? Is, is that what you're saying? Because that's what I'm hearing. 
Yeah, de- I agree. I think he does. <laughs> I reckon I would rather that one than the two-tone Explorer to wear into a jungle any day. There you go. It's jumping on the green bandwagon as well, though. Like, everyone's doing green. Patek have just brought out a green thing. AP have got green things. Like, everyone's doing green stuff. And actually, out of all the green dial watches I've seen recently, of which there's been thousands, this one, I don't know. I think it's the pattern on it. It just it catches your eye. I think the green out of those three new dials, I think the green's the one is most appealing okay it might be jumping on the bandwagon a little bit but i think it's yeah i think it's really nice especially with smooth bezel 36 mil yeah it's, it's my pick of all the the releases actually mm, i i agree i think i think they've done a really good job here and so which one do you prefer out of the fluted bezel or the sort of just the dome uh, stainless bezel alex what do you like better i, I just like the smooth yeah i'm the yeah. same Vinny? Fluted all day for me. Fluted and Jubilee on a date just. Oh, yeah. Such a typical, typical fanboy. I know. Man. I'm just a square, aren't I? Just like the rest of them. <laughs> Give me a blue dial as well, just a really icing on the cake there. Uh, blue dial with some leaves on it and you're all about it. <laughs> no leaves. No, I'm, I'm not a fan of this. This. I don't, the more I look at it, I'm, I'm just still unsure. I'd like to see that one in person, the Ever Rose. I think that could be, the colour combination could be pretty appealing but i need to have a look at it which i'll never see because i'll never have any in stores but one day one day we can only dream all right plenty <laughs> plenty of new stuff from dials and uh, if we're talking about date justin and just quickly like i know the explorer is nine thousand aussie in the steel but to get a date just 36 with this new fancy dial for nine thousand nine hundred aussie if that's what you can actually get it for like that is that is a solid, solid watch for just under 10 grand Aussie, um, in my opinion anyway. It's a bulletproof movement. It's got a date complication. You've got a funky dial. It's steel. It's got all the bells and whistles that a Rolex needs from its movement and its clasp. And it's all less than... And, it, and this is the problem is we start seeing stuff like this as super, super good value because you can't get anything <laughs> under 20 grand in yeah. in sports models like it's just insane what are the ops going for now on the secondary market last time i checked the tiffany was at 17 aussie but i had seen them at 20 um which is just, Jesus. it's just silly <sighs> it really is silly it sh- it shows though that these are all 36 mil as well right there's a big push it's all pretty much 36 mil explorers and 36 date just and 36 I guess maybe from the response they've got from the OP, they've obviously got good enough feedback from that that they're pushing forward with thinking, okay, 36 mil is an actual saleable size of watch that we can can push out there to the public. But see, the problem I see with that is there will always be buyers for 41 mil. So where, where I see potentially the numbers are skewed is it's not like there's any 36s sitting in the display cabinets. Well... when they used to have display cabinets so does that then say potentially that people that wanted the 41 that just got offered the 36 just took it anyway because that's what so they sold them anyway it's not like i don't know that they're going to get proper market research or data from doing stuff like that which yeah it's an interesting thought anyway all right gmt 
GMT. Right, well, I'll start. I'm fucking pissed. Because, <laughs> <laughs> nah, I'm really not. I don't really care, to be honest. But Let it out. Safe I, space, Sam. <laughs> I think that the putting that back on the oyster tells me that Rolex made a mistake and that they shouldn't have done it in the first place. But offering them both now, I personally, I feel really sorry for the Pepsi white gold GMT owners because there's now, I mean, are they still doing the blue dial or is it back to black? It's still blue, isn't it? So there's there's that white differentiator. Gold, yeah. White gold, you get the blue dial or you get the meteorite dial. Yeah. So, but still, like they're so close now um, that, yeah, I think it's just silly. But I, I don't know. I don't like this move personally. I think mainly because when when you put a watch to bed, like put it to bed and move on. Don't go backwards um, with offering the different sort of bracelets and stuff. But they do it in the date just so. I don't know, Alex. Especially you say so something? recently as well, like to to bend the to have it only available on the Jubilee. And then that does create like a, a buzz and some hype about it. Does, is this potentially going to crash? I know it'll never crash it, but is it going to dip the price on the, the Bat, Batmans that were up for sale already? Because people can suddenly get them again now? Yeah, like, is that a bit I confusing? think it will. I think it will. I mean, there's always going to be, especially in many years' time, there'll always be the first model. Um, but at the same time, I think this will drop the prices of the BLNR, which probably going to be a good thing because it means that more people can can get to them. But more importantly, let's talk about nicknames. Like, if it's not a Frankenstein now, it's got to be the Bat Kid. No, Batman Returns. Fuck like off, the mate. No, best Batman. Batman no. The, dark, no. the Dark Knight Rises? I don't know. Oh, what are we going to do? No, Bat Kid. I like Bat, Bat Kid. Bat Kid. Yeah, but it's exactly the same as the Batman. No, it's not. It's got a crown and a seventy-hour movement. It still looks no. the same. Who cares? No, it doesn't. It's I can't believe you're even bringing this up. Actually, I don't think it's even worth yeah. mentioning. Fine, move on. <laughs> move on. Well, it's not. It's like you can <laughs> yeah. now get this watch that was ready for sale, different bracelet. Boring. <laughs> All right, Vinny. Anything on the GMTs for you? Um, can I echo your thoughts? Uh, on the if you're a white gold if you're an OG white gold modern Rolex owner where you had to fork out 50 to get the Pepsi bezel and black dial you'd be pretty pretty hard done by at the moment because uh, you could have saved a chunk of change uh, but from a consumer point of view I much preferred the Oyster bracelet on the GMT never really I liked it but I never loved it enough to go and buy one even if I could uh, on the Jubilee, it just it just felt off, and I get they were trying to differentiate the models between the Submariner and otherwise, but yeah, as a consumer, I much prefer the Oyster. So good move in my books, but yeah, definitely do feel for the precious metal owners. Alex, what uh... what, are you, what are you giggling at, mate? Yeah, What's what are you just you feel for these people? They all deserve everything they get. If you're a Rolex owner and you're listening, you deserve everything you get, okay? <laughs> you bring this on yourself. Well, so uh, in other news, the Tudor site is still down. So yeah. we can't hang on, hang see. on. One, oh. one, more, one more bracelet conversation. Go, go, the Sky go. Dweller now oh, yes. comes with a Jubilee. Now, I know we can, well, as a consensus, we dissed the Oyster Flex with the Sky Dweller. Roman had a good go at... Uh, bringing that one down a peg. Um, not sure how... It just looks like... If it wasn't already a date, just Max, 
before with its fluted bezel and big maxi max case. Uh, it certainly is now. It's got all the features and all the traits. So, yeah. Um, I mean, why not go for it? But also just makes them look even more similar. And what about the... So I agree. I think I think that's a silly move. I don't mind the Oyster Flex on, although I hate that little intermediate link. Like it just looks like it should not be there. And I think if they if they can pull it off on the um, yacht master with and the yeah with the yacht masters with not having to put that link in, then they should have been able to do it with this as well. I don't understand why they put that there. When I see the Sky Dweller and Oyster Flex, it makes me want to punch you in the face less <laughs> when you talk about putting a day date on a NATO. <laughs> that's the only purpose the Sky Dweller on Oyster Flex serves in this entire universe. But it's not. Rubber is rubber is, you know, coming out all the you know, all different watches. So I, I can I think this just gives people more options. And I don't I don't I'm not a you know, I'm not opposed to that except with the Batman. I think that just shouldn't have happened because it just pissed me off. But the other <laughs> ones, the other ones like... I think a bit one-sided there, mate. I think... Yeah. 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 People don't go backwards. Options, also, except also when though, like 36 yeah. mil Explorer, that's great. But also, don't go backwards on, on the Batman. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> uh, give the people what they want. Exactly. So, and what about this Daytona with the out-of-this-world, literally, dial... I'm bored. I think it's boring. I think can't wait to see them go up for millions at auction one day. Um, no, I just yeah. not reachable for me. So I mean, very pretty to look at, but uh, can't. I won't get too invested because it's so far out of my reach. I liked the Daytona on the Oyster Flex until it was on the Sky Dweller, and now just all Oyster Flexes <laughs> are ruined for me. Um, meteorite dial. It's a bit like I don't know. It's like the bronze case watch it's just it's been done to death like when you're getting it seems like you get like thousand dollar watches now that have got meteorite dials i just it's again it's not really note worthy i think they could have done something a bit more a bit more exciting to be honest um the white dial has gone has anyone noticed that well we'll get to that when we get discuss the discontinued section all right well let's should we just go there now are you prepared for that Sounds like you're not prepared. Well, I'm not, but I can get prepared if you go first. I'm not prepared. <laughs> I was just trying to make it seem like you weren't prepared. Okay, so Vinny? discontinued. <laughs> well, I thought we weren't going to touch it. I thought we were just going to go onto Tudor, but um, discontinued. Oh, no, the, the what is discontinued? Still there. White dial is still there. Don't stress okay. everyone. Don't panic, okay. people. Don't panic. It's all right. Oh, I'm sorry. Thank God. Oh, you know, I've made a lot of mistakes on this podcast lately, and I'm surprised people aren't calling me out. But anyway. Nobody listens. They need to listen to be able to call you out. <laughs> <laughs> like, skip. Oh, there was that time when I started banging on about the the uh, Zin from Revolution when it had nothing to do yes. with Revolution at all. Because <laughs> <laughs> you hate Waco so, so much. Waco didn't want to talk to me before that. I'm pretty sure he doesn't want to talk to me now. So yeah. anyway. Uh, righto. So what, what has gone that we know? We know the 39mm Explorer is gone. I'm sure a bunch of Datejust that never sold anyway, they've gone. Um, they just replaced the dials with the new ones. Uh, what else? Yeah, I don't think many things of note made it out of the collection maybe a few combinations of dials and but yeah, yeah nothing comes just to mind for me mil explorer i think it's probably oh i'm sitting one. on a gold mine 
<laughs> apparently. According to my DMs, Would I'm sitting on a gold line. For a for a two tone explorer thirty six. Straight swap. Put me six feet under. That's that's what'll have to happen. There's no way. It's not going anywhere. Um I like the enthusiasm though. Thanks guys. Like thinking that it's gonna skyrocket, but uh it doesn't matter to me one bit. It's staying. Righto. Tudor. My pages load and I am liking what I see. I'm not a massive Tudor fan, but 36 mil uh, black bay with a silver dial, that is cool. I like that. I think they've done that really, really well. It's got a nice black handset. Um, I don't know if you guys can see it yet, but um, yeah, the black seconds hand looks really, really nice. I think that they've done a really good job with that. I'd be... uh, be pretty happy. Although that's a Black Bay 32. Tell me they've done it on the 36 as well. Yeah. Are you talking about silver dial? Yeah. Yeah. 36 mil silver dial. There's, there's also Black Bay 58 silver and it's a darker silver, silver bezel, and something that Vinny will like Black Bay 58 in solid 18 karat gold. With a green dial, because that is groundbreaking. That's uh, no, pretty. You know, what the, you know what the worst part about that is? I completely brushed over it and thought, oh, they did a bronze one. So I thought the same yeah, thing until I clicked problem. the price. That That is a problem. So it's $22,000 Australian. Um, for If you choose to go for the Black Bay 58 green dial, green bezel in gold on a strap, it will set you back twenty two thousand eight hundred eighty Australian dollars, and there is a lot out there for that kind of money. And I don't mm. know who's going to get it, but also there's a display back now, so you can see the in-house Tudor movement on the new fifty eights. Yes, on the silver oh. and the gold. Because I was just going to say, why are they charging thirteen hundred dollars more on the NATO? on the fabric strap for that watch. It's a lot of extra dollars for, but that must be why, because of the display case back. How do you feel about the display case back? I think it looks cheap and they shouldn't have done it. Yeah, I don't like it at all. No, sorry. I think it fucks, yeah. fucks with the DNA of the the watch. And that rotor, I mean, come on. I mean, there's Frederick Constant rotors that look better than that and they're pretty bad. Let's be honest. Let's be honest. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna jump in with you guys as well. I think it it cheapens it a bit. Um, Yeah, keep it hidden. Doesn't need to be seen. On the surface, though. But does this not look brown? Like, is that a brown? Yeah, is that taupe? Which which one are you talking about? Uh, I'm looking at the taupe one. Sorry, the nine twenty. Colorblind. I don't even know what taupe is. Is that a vegetable? <laughs> I only I only know what taupe is because our our good friend Stevie Pulvert from from the organization organization that we love so much. It's Stevie his favorite P. color. Stevie P. It's his favorite color. So he has oh, twelve different man. taupe cardigans. So I'm just caught up. <laughs> this thing's made from silver. Actually, nine twenty five silver. Sorry. Shit. Right, here I go. What? That's yeah. why they're charging yeah. more. It's a silver case, and it's nine twenty five silver. For five thousand eight hundred and eighty bucks, that's that new. Is, I can get behind that. That is cool. 
That's why they wanted the display case back. It saves them money, less silver. Oh, for their precious metals, you got the you got you got the case back. You got the precious metal. Ah, right. Silver's so cheap though. I don't think, but yeah, Yeah. I didn't. So this is this is all happening live for for those playing along at home. (laughs) Yeah, we're not idiots. We're We're always this confused. What are you talking about? Even if we're even if we've done research, we're still like, oh, wait a minute. This isn't a revolution watch. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so a sort of torp, terp, tap, however you want to say it. Brown. It looks brown to me, but it's a nice, it's a very nice hue of brown. I think it's very, very well done. Uh, and a silver case. Well, fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he is, drops the he drops it. Drops that is the magic. Cool. I like that because the only thing I don't like is silver watches in twenty years' time look really I don't know, they're just they they just turned really dirty. Kinda like the bronze bronze watches. Yeah. Whatever they make them green. But yeah, I like that. That is that is a that is a very, very cool and that's new and it's a different material. I I can get behind that. Very cool. I agree. I think that's pretty cool. I, I think it could end up looking good if it ages and goes kind of dirty looking. And it's not bronze like all the other people that are doing bronze watches. It is something different. I think it could I think it could end up being cool. I assume they've done tests on it on it to see how it would age over time. And I think for the money as well, like how many people even have a silver watch? If you want a silver watch, you have to get like a pocket watch from like 1890s or something it's, it's just i can't think of any other silver i'm sure i know there are definitely some out there but i can't think of any other silver mass-produced watches no nah, not not mass-produced but you've got oxen jr do some um i think peter speak marine did a few but many years ago um there's actually a really cool thing a build your own black bay um down the bottom which you can have a play around with whatever material you want Pick your dial color, pick your bezel, which is cool. So that's is this a customizer now on the Tudor website that allows you to for the fifty eight? I mean, not not just for everything. I think it just lets you like choose your like the version. It doesn't let you like mix and match. Yeah. It just <laughs> follows you never down the path. Allow that. Yeah. Come on, Tudor. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Kind of like the Rolex one. Yeah. Uh, now I di- I can't see the thirty six mil Black Bay. With the silver dial, uh, but we've also got some new Black Bay Chronos. I think they look cool. I think they've done a good job with the sort of cream dial panda. I'm guessing that would be a steel bezel. Uh, it's not saying Platinum. anything about <laughs> <Platinum>. <laughs> silver. We just never know tantalum. We never got that clue. Tudor always bringing out new stuff with new materials. Who knows? Yeah, I don't um, mind that. I yeah, don't looks mind like that it looks like it at all. Kind of looks like the Baltic. Um, the Baltic do mm. a lot of this sort of style with the creamy, uh, but it does look a lot like that. Uh, is it Dreville? Um, you know, the one that copied the um, the Daytona, but from the previous iterations, it kind of it does look a lot like that. But um, oh, the Paul Newman Daytona copy yeah, one. Yes. Yeah. I can't Dr- remember the name of it now because Gr- you Dreville you, or Dreville. You, um, Jevril, yeah, Jevril. That's what it is. Yeah, that was close. <laughs> now you got there. You sanded it out. And you see these little buns strapped they've got there, or bund. Terrible. Um, yeah, I don't like that. <laughs> of course, that String would speak chain. to you. Oh no, you don't like it. 
Not no, a fan, no, no, Anthony. No, 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 no way. Couldn't mm. think of anything worse. Uh, <laughs> put it on a NATO. Off you go. No harm, no foul. Yeah. No, I, I like it. I think it looks good. I think it's very pretty, and the black dial looks good as well. Um, the fabric well strap looks good too. I think they've. I think that's a really good aesthetic for a sort of sporty chronograph tool watch kind of thing. And looks good. a lot closer to their big block chronos that they had back in the day. Yeah. I think. Actually, I wonder. I wonder how thick these are now because they've got their manufacturer caliber MT five eight one three, cost certified chronograph. Uh, no doubt they're not. Is that the Breitling movement? What's the Breitling yes. one? Yeah, yeah, yeah it's, it's the Breitling. Mm. Yeah, and I actually I think it's really cool that they're doing these swaps because a, a mate of mine bought the um, Super Ocean Heritage, the the latest version of it. And that's got the 70-hour power reserve Tudor movement in it with just the time only and date. Um, and I think that's cool. That that elevates that watch to a, a, an absolute bulletproof movement in a very good-looking case with heaps of, you get mesh band, you can do rubber, you can you know, mix it up, do whatever you want. It's they've, they've done a really good job with that. I think that's good. Definitely agree. And on brand too. So can't hate them because they've always done it. So, yeah. Righto. What else? Anything else from Tudor? I found the Black B36. Oh, you did? Oh, good. Yeah. It just automatically takes you to the 32 mil one because it opens up all of them. But if you scroll down far enough, eventually you get to... Ah, there it is. That's a cool watch. For four grand, four grand, that is a that is a cool, cool watch. How much is the silver Black B? Like 5800 5880 5880 yeah. Spend the extra money. I think, and get the Black B58 in silver with the taupe. Well, mm. unfortunately, you don't get a bracelet, though, with the silver. Yeah. But because mm. I'm a bracelet guy, I would probably go away from it because I just love having a bracelet on a sport watch. But that's really tasty. Like, silver case, Black Bay. Who would have thought? No one would have seen that coming. Very good. I, I like what they've done there. Righto. Enough tutor. Thought we'd wrap up by instead of doing an Instagram follow, just what is your favorite watch from the last twenty four hours that gets you the most excited? Uh, Alex, why don't we start with you? Yeah, that Rolex with the leafy green shrubbery, the shrubbery <laughs> <laughs> date just. So, do we call it the shrub from now on? Is that its <laughs> the nickname? Shrub. The shrub. Nah, you know what I reckon it should be called? Because, I don't oh know, this is, again, I'm just not helping myself. Here we here. go. When you look at the dial, it actually looks like you're about to walk through, though. So I reckon it should be called, are you ready? The Mowgli. Because it's kind of like the Jungle Book when he's peering yeah. through it. Yeah, see that? Yeah, I, I get was, it. I'm, I'm not it. crazy. Like, for you, it's, it's good. But I got a jungle feel from it. Initially, I just love whenever you're going to say something bad, you're like, I'm going to say something bad about this brand. It's going to get us scored off a lot of VIP lists. I'm not a fan of that strap selection. Meanwhile, the rest of us are all like, burn the place to the ground. (laughs) (laughs) Kill them all. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Vinny, favorite of all the new releases? Um, The favorite is at the moment... The Vacheron Traditionnel Split Seconds Chronograph Collection Excellence Platine. Uh, just bonkers. Really pretty. Seems to be like there's a lot of split seconds chronographs coming out this year for whatever reason. I don't know. But Platinum, 
blue split second hands. It's just, yeah, oh, come on, get out of town. And the movement's just sublime. So, and actually, that I forgot about the Elangan Sauna um, blue dial Ratchapunta as well that they've just bought out. So that's another another new one that we maybe we'll talk about that in another podcast. Uh, and my favorite, I don't know, I really don't know. I do, I do like the Blue Lagoon Pioneer, but I know that's the easy way out. Um, I'm probably going to go with Alex. Actually, I really like that green dial yes. Rolex. I think really? that's just yeah. I think it's cool. I think they've done a good job. Oh. Come on, Vinny, no. jump on. Who would have thought not you and I having the same taste? <laughs> Mate, this no. is it, it's time to jump on the bandwagon, Vinny. You can do it. I think. I think after seeing a two tone explorer, I'm as cynical as Alex about the world now. It's just <laughs> I hate everything. You can never Nothing be impresses cynical me. As me. <laughs> Oh dear. Anyway, all right. So, thank you guys. Thanks for for you know, Alex for putting this together really quickly. Um, hope we didn't offend anyone, but that's the way we roll. Um, head over to fifthwrist.com. Review one of your watches. Uh, again, I said at the start, but a massive, massive thank you to all the people reviewing your watches for the website for the community. You end up after your third one, you'll get a, a limited edition NATO strap that's already out of fashion. Um, but that's okay. And, uh, and you can just have a lot of fun. We've got a crazy Slack group of um, amazing people from all over the globe, which is just, it's so cool to, to talk to people so easily and share different stories, etc. cetera. Um, so if you want to join that, email me, Anthony at fifthrisk.com or uh, Alex, the watch regulator, fifthrisk.com and, or any of the fifthrisk crew, and they will add you into the Slack group. Uh, what else? www.fifthrisk.com. Leave us a review on Apple iTunes, five stars or above minimum. Um, come and review one of your two-tone explorers when you get it. <laughs> I'd love to know what you think about it. Oh, dear. Righto. What a day. It's been very, very exciting. I hope everyone else has enjoyed it as much as we have. Uh, for everyone else, stay on time. <laughs>